Welcome to Real Brave and Unstoppable. Here, you'll hear stories and inspiration about showing up in the world authentically and having the courage to create the life you want. I'm your host, Courtney Rivard. I'm a mom, recovering engineer, lover of the outdoors, and professional life coach. I help smart women just like you live happier lives full of purpose and joy by empowering them to love who they are, get unstuck, and take action toward creating the life they dream of. In other words, I help them be real, brave, and unstoppable. It is possible and you can do it too. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Real, Brave, and Unstoppable, a podcast about being real, having courage, and creating a life you're excited to wake up to. I'm your host, Courtney Rivard, and welcome to episode number 12. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode number 12. So this week, I'm going to try something a little different. So the idea is that I want to give you guys something easy to listen to with just some great, you know, actionable, quick win type information you can take into your day, uh, just to kind of help you out with, um, with things. So I think I'm going to try doing like one quickie episode every month, the idea being like 15 minutes or less kind of thing. So we're going to try that today. So today's quickie episode is about just dealing with your fear and like how to move past it. As I coach more and more people, I am really learning a lot about how people interact with fear in their lives and really quite honestly how much it holds people back without them really even realizing it. Fear can be such a default thing and we don't even really take the time to to get in touch with is it something that's helping me? Is it something that's hurting me? Is it something that I can sort of work with and then just, you know, not let it hold me back anymore? So I wanted to address that today and just kind of, you know, talk a little bit about it, a little bit about how to move past your fear or move through your fear. A lot of times people use the word fearless. I want to be fearless or I'll teach you to be fearless or, you know, conquer your fears. And I'm not going to use those words today. I don't love those ways of describing being courageous because fear is always going to be there. You're never going to totally get over fear. I really do like to use the word courageous instead. Like I said, everyone is afraid. You don't really learn how to to be fearless. You learn how to deal with a fear and move through it. So essentially, you kind of learn how to let fear ride in your back seat. The idea of Fear Sitting in the Back Seat came from Liz Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. That's how I think most of us know Liz Gilbert. But um, she also has a book called Magic Lessons, or no, it's called Big Magic. Her podcast is called Magic Lessons. But the book Big Magic has a little letter to fear, which I'm going to read to you right now because it's it's really perfect. So without further ado, this is her um, letter to fear. Dearest fear, creativity and I are about to go on a road trip together. I understand you'll be joining us because you always do. I acknowledge that you believe you have an important job to do in my life and that you take your job seriously. Apparently, your job is to induce complete panic whenever I'm about to do anything interesting. And may I say, you are superb at your job. So by all means, keep doing your job if you feel you must. 
But I will also be doing my job on this road trip, which is to work hard and stay focused. And creativity will be doing its job, which is to remain stimulating and inspiring. There's plenty of room in this vehicle for all of us, so make yourself at home. But understand this, creativity and I are the only ones who will be making any decisions along the way. I recognize and respect that you are a part of this family, and so I will never exclude you from our activities, but still, your suggestions will never be followed. You're allowed to have a seat, and you're allowed to have a voice, but you are not allowed to have a vote. You're not allowed to touch the roadmaps. You're not allowed to suggest detours. You're not allowed to fiddle with the temperature. Dude, you're not even allowed to touch the radio. But above all else... Dear old familiar friend, you are absolutely forbidden to drive. So yeah, I just really love that letter. It's sort of, like I said, it's so perfect. It sums everything up. Fear is always going to be there. And I think that when you can accept that and let fear just come along for the ride, but know that you don't have to let fear have a vote. There are all kinds of different reasons we're afraid. And some of them are very real and very valid. Like, you know, if you're hiking and you're afraid of falling off a cliff, well, that's valid. In terms of crossing the street, you know, if you're afraid to run out into traffic, that's probably a good thing. (laughs) But there are some things that are not harmful to your, like, physical body or don't endanger your life that really can hold you back from so many things in your life. And some of those things are, like, the fear of failure, fear of criticism, Fear of not being good enough, fear of being embarrassed or being ridiculed or of getting hurt physically or emotionally. And when I talk about getting hurt physically, that fear, I mean more like, okay, um, I'm afraid to go ride on a horse, which that can be very dangerous, but it doesn't have to be. But so that kind of thing where it's not like you're really endangering your life or like if you're afraid to ride on a motorcycle, um, Sure, could you get killed, but you could also get killed like walking down the street. So that's what I mean by physically getting hurt. Little clarification there. (laughs) Another one's like losing money or not having enough money or losing a job or losing a loved one or, you know, fear of public speaking, which is kind of like can be so many different things. Being afraid of being embarrassed, looking stupid, failing, fear of taking up a new hobby. Like, what if I'm not good at it? All kinds of stuff that goes through our head like all the time. What do we do about that? How do we get over those fears? Well, like I said before, we don't really just get over them. We move through them. And the more we move through them, the easier it becomes. So an example of that is if I'm afraid to do a presentation at work, I'm not going to just think about my fear and say, okay, I'm not going to be afraid and just magically not be afraid. But... If I, you know, I need to acknowledge that I am afraid and then I need to just do the thing. And so the next time it won't be so bad because I've already have this experience of being afraid, doing it, being successful, perhaps every time you do it, it's going to get a little easier. And we all know this logically. So fear works on this like cycle. It's a like a trigger or a cue, which causes a behavior or like a pattern or routine and then when that behavior happens, you get a reward. The uh, The cue is whatever makes you afraid. The routine, like I said, is that behavior that you do in response to that. And then the reward is usually it's just like the relief of the stress. So that routine, you know, when you have fear, it's very primal 
So it paralyzes your action. So we go into this default mode, which is what that routine is. So the good news is that, you know, that, that middle part, that routine is usually, that's where we get held back, that default routine. So the good news is that we can change that middle part. The cues and the triggers are, you know, there's a little bit maybe we can do with that. Not a lot, because there's always going to be fears. There are always going to be different things that, you know, trigger you. Um, and then the rewards are always just that relief of the stress or relief of the anxiety. So, you know, that's really what you're looking for. So we can, but we can change that middle part. And that's what this episode is really about, is to talk a little bit about how we can change the default. So I'm going to just go through some things that might be helpful there. So the first thing to do always is acknowledge that you're afraid. Okay, it's okay to be afraid. So just hang out with it. Get to know it. Really important to, to instead of trying to logic your way through it, to just really access your body. Get into your body. Like, where do you feel the fear? Do you feel it in your chest? Do you feel it? Does your throat feel tight? Do you feel shaky, butterflies? Like, what is it in your body? Where do you feel that? And just pay attention to it. What thoughts are going through your head? You know, stop and just observe them. If you practice meditation, this will get easier for you. Meditation is a great way to practice observing your thoughts. It's not so easy to do just right in the moment when you're afraid if you're not used to doing that. But if, if you do get to the point where you're able to notice you're afraid and stop and then feel it in your body, if you can then let that be a trigger to think, to, to pay attention to those thoughts. What's going on in there? And then just explore these fears a little further when you're kind of you're kind of in analytical mode here. You're not trying to logic your way through it, but you're just listening. You're you're getting curious about them. Is your fear helping you or is it hurting you? Like in the example of you know, being afraid to fall off of a cliff while you're hiking. I mean, that fear is really probably helping you. It it definitely is helping you. In terms of being afraid to give a presentation at work, that fear is hurting you because you're not able to go and really show your boss what you're capable of. The next thing you can do is really, while you're in this analytical mode here, is dig into what is that fear really about? So if it's it's the presentation, we'll just keep using that example. You're not just afraid of giving the presentation, because that by itself is just neutral. So you have some thoughts and some emotions about this presentation. So what is that about? Are you afraid of looking stupid? Are you afraid of not knowing an answer if someone asks a question? Are you afraid of totally flopping? Or like with relationships, are you afraid of getting hurt? You know, somebody breaking up with you? Or like if you're going after a promotion at work, are you really afraid of feeling stupid if you don't get the job? Like, you know, dig into that underlying reason. And now that you're paying attention Here's the really fun part, and it can be super entertaining if you let it. (laughs) What is your inner critic saying to you? You have this inner critic, that inner voice, inner mean girl, whatever you want to say that, um, you know, will talk to you. And it's oftentimes trying to protect you. When fear pops up, it tries to protect you by saying things like, oh, yeah, you know, you're not really smart enough to get that promotion. So it keeps you stuck in that routine that you're defaulting to. Uh, Or last time you were in a relationship, you got hurt so badly, you might not want to date. You know, you might want to not, don't get too close to anyone. 
Or like, it can also be just that mindset of your inner critic saying, well, you suck at public speaking. You're going to look really stupid or even just even worse than that. Well, you're just going to fail. So pay attention to what that inner critic is, is telling you because you do not have to believe the inner critic (laughs) along those lines. Um, it's just mindset monitoring those thoughts and thinking about, how you're relating to the situation mindset wise, you know, are you automatically going to that? Well, I suck at public speaking, so I'm going to look stupid and and fail. Or do you say, well, public speaking is not my strongest thing in the world, but you know, I can, I can hold my own and it's something I can work on and I can, I can do a good job. There's two very different mindsets. A couple things I also like to think are, okay, what is, in this situation where I'm afraid, what is the best case scenario? What's the best thing that could happen? So in the case of the presentation, I go in there, I freaking nail the presentation and everyone's like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. That information was so great. The worst case is I just, I forget what I'm going to say. I, you know, it isn't good. How likely is that? So it's probably somewhere in the middle So if I don't kill it, I'm probably going to be just fine, right? And the other question I like to ask is just in the grand scheme of life, at a pivotal moment in my life, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, will this really matter? Like, you know, put it in perspective. Just a side note, if you're listening to this, I'm recording it on um, August uh, 4th, 2020. If you're listening to this like before Thursday the 6th, I am doing a uh, mindset webinar, which is super, super, super helpful with this kind of thing. I'll put the link in the show notes. I know it's coming up super quick. So if you don't catch this before then, sorry, you can catch the next one. So moving on, you can also visualize yourself as being not afraid and actually doing the thing. And then think about what does that look like? Like journal on it, write the details. Like if I'm afraid to give the presentation, but I'm going to picture myself as if I am not afraid and I'm going and doing it and I'm just crushing it. Journal about, you know, how are you feeling before? How are you standing? What does your body feel like? What are your thoughts? What are you wearing? How do you walk? How do you breathe? How do you like all of these things? Like just think of the details of who that person that's not afraid is. Fears are learned. And we're not born with fears. We learn them. Some of them, it's good we learn, like I've talked about, and others, it's not so good. But the good news is that you can unlearn them. And so our brain, it likes familiarity, but it gets bored with familiar things. So it kind of puts them into a place where it doesn't have to think so much about them. And it just goes on like kind of autopilot, which is how we got into the fear predicament really in the first place. So if you can practice these things in your mind, that can help too. So we just talked about visualizing yourself as if you are not afraid. So the next one is actually acting as if you're not afraid, like practicing in front of a mirror or um, talking in the car, talking to yourself in the car. I do that all the time, by the way. I hope hope I'm not crazy, but I, (laughs) I do talk to myself in the car all the time when I'm by myself. So the next one is practice moving towards the fear. Just little baby steps. It's like you come up, you know, it's like tiptoeing up to the edge of a cliff. And if you've ever gone 
I'm going to use a couple examples in one, like bungee jumping or skydiving. Or when I was growing up, my parents had a boat and we'd jump off the top of the boat. It was like a 10 foot. Yeah. So it wasn't huge, but so, you know, if you're afraid to do it, you kind of tiptoe up to the edge and you think about it. It's like every time you tiptoe up, you get a little more comfortable with being next to the edge. And then eventually one time you're just like, oh, hell, I'm just going to go for it. Plop. (laughs) Or I should say sploosh water. We're talking water here. So the more you do that, the closer you can tiptoe to that edge until finally you can step across. It's like, you know, a bridge to a new, you're getting out of the comfort zone. You're expanding that comfort zone or you're actually shrinking the comfort zone. You're getting out of it. You're going to a new one. The other thing that you can do, and this is, well, this is actually just one thing that you've got to do is commit to working on one thing that's really holding you back. Um, especially if you're someone who tends to have a lot of fears that hold you back, like just commit to working on one. And it doesn't mean you need to overcome it tomorrow. It's just, it just means that what I just talked about today, picking one thing, like maybe if you're an entrepreneur and I work with some entrepreneurs who it's very difficult. And I know this myself from being one is that as you get going in your business, it's really scary to put yourself out there, like to actually, you know, the thought of, of being successful, when you're an entrepreneur, it's like we all want that, but there's something about actually feeling it that it's it's kind of scary. So we tend to kind of not do some of the activities that we really need to do as entrepreneurs to get clients. And so this is one area where I work with entrepreneurs a lot on is being able to say, okay, well, I'm going to commit to working on this fear of being seen, which it sounds ridiculous, but it is a thing of being seen you know, and really going out on a limb and putting myself out there as an expert in my industry. You know, so that's one thing I help entrepreneurs with is committing to working on that one fear because it's really holding them back from growing their business. So to um, leave you today, I have an acronym, which is always kind of fun. And I found this online and I forget the website. I'll put it in the show notes so I can properly credit it, but I liked it. So the, the acronym is AWARE. So this is something you can remember to kind of, you know, try to move through your fear. The A is accept the fear, accept that you're afraid. We talked about that at the beginning, just feel it in your body, you know, see where it's located and just get curious about it. And actually that's the W, which is watch the fear and get curious about it. A breathing exercise that if you start to feel yourself, especially getting like anxious about your fear, if you just breathe in. And as you're breathing in, quickly count to seven, hold up for a second, and then breathe out while you're counting quickly to 11, or some form of that. The seven and the 11, I don't think are critical. That breathing will help calm your brain down a little bit. So once you do that, you know, try to act like you're not afraid. So even if you are, try to, you know, try to put yourself in that place to act like as normally as possible, like not afraid as possible um, for as long as you can. And that's a really hard thing to do. So but any little bit that you can do, it's like it's just a little signal to your brain that's like, hey, I got this. Uh, So just remember that. And then the E is or the R is repeat the steps as required. So you can go through that. You know, if you feel like you're getting out of control again, tap into your body you know, accept you're afraid, feel it, what's going on, watch it, watch what it's doing, what's the inner critic saying, just get curious about it, breathe, try to act like you're not afraid, 
repeat is necessary. And then just remember to expect the best, you know, acknowledge it's okay to be afraid. Everyone gets afraid sometimes or like a lot (laughs) about various things. And you're going to be afraid of things. Everyone is. So embracing this fear means that you're actually taking control over the situation. And I think when you can actually acknowledge you're afraid and actually tap into it, get to know it a little bit, it really takes a lot of the power away from the fear. So just remember that. Anyway, I hope that's been helpful for you today. Quickie little episode. And um, thanks for tuning in. And um, I will see you next time. Well, friends, thank you for hanging out with me today on Real Brave and Unstoppable. If you liked what you heard or if you're enjoying the podcast, I would love it and so greatly appreciate it if you would leave me a five-star review on iTunes. Also, be sure to head on over to my website at CourtneyRivard.com. You can sign up for some free journal prompts there. They're designed to help you get a little bit of clarity in what you want in your life. You can also follow me on social media. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest are all Courtney Rivard Coaching and Twitter at Courtney Rivard. Thanks again for tuning in today and I will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Real, Brave, and Unstoppable. If you'd like to learn more about creating an authentic life that's true to who you are, visit CourtneyRivard.com slash love life to download your free guide on how to build your vision and create a life that you love. You'll be so glad you did. I'll see you next time.